Hi, Mr. George. Welcome to Jeff's Podcast Academy. Uh, it's really great to have you here. So please tell a bit about yourself and how you started in this podcasting journey and, you know, sort of the phonic and everything. So it would be great to hear from you. Hello, Jeff. Yeah, thanks for the invitation. It is an honor for me as well to be here. So uh, how I did start podcasting, um, I basically started as a heavy podcast listener and uh, yeah, I listened to some podcasters which always had problems with audio post-production, so leveling the files and uh, generating output files like MP3s and, and things like that. And at some point I thought, oh, that's actually not that difficult because uh, yeah, I'm a programmer and uh, audio engineer myself. And so we tried to, to uh, automate some some uh, some steps of the audio post-production chain basically and yeah this afterwards resulted in in the aphonic uh, system that's great so uh, can you like give you an overview of how the aphonic works like you know just uh, to get a you know brief to a podcast as well saying they want to you know explore the platform just an overview on how it actually works sure so what do we do? So we try to automate the audio post-production workflow. Um, what does it mean? So for example, you record something and then you have a finished file. And uh, from there, we, we take it and uh, analyze the file and see where are music parts or different speakers or where are just background noises and, and things like that. Then we do various audio algorithms on them, uh, mm -hmm. for example, equalizing the levels between different speakers and also between music parts. So because you have to um, adjust these parts quite differently because uh, speakers can have big loudness differences and you must uh, change the volume very fast. So if one speaker is uh, very quiet and one is very loud. Mm -hmm. But on the other hand, the music parts, uh, you don't want it to destroy the whole dynamic of, of music because that's important, of course. So this is the leveling part, so, so that all levels are on, on, on one, on one uh, good level, basically. Mm -hmm. Then we do audio restoration algorithms like filtering out uh, unwanted frequencies or filtering mm -hmm. out noises and, and hums and, and other things. Mm. So basically everything that should not be included in a speech like uh, podcast or music like program. Yeah. And yeah, various kind of other special algorithms, of course. And after this audio algorithm part, there comes the encoding part. So we can create multiple output files of, of your results. So for example, MP3, AAC files, Opus files, or also video files. You can add images to, to create a video or an audiogram. And then if you have all these result files, uh, you can distribute it on your servers or to YouTube or to your podcast uh, hosting provider and, and other services automatically. And also speech recognition. We, we integrated mm -hmm. some external speech recognition services. So this is not developed by ourselves. We mm -hmm. just use some APIs for that. And this can be integrated as well to create some uh, automatic transcripts of the recording understood so i'm just curious like how would you find like what algorithm that actually is required for a particular audio because as far as i have seen in the website there are like eight algorithms that i've seen so you know probably at levelers and everything and stuff so 
do you think that's the only set that you know any audio editing even any audio editor who starting to edit the audios is actually required to look after so how do you identify those um well that's a good question actually um so what do you basically need i mean you can of course use much more hmm. But we, on our end, try to make only technical decisions. So we don't want to, um, we don't to uh, do any artistic changements or, or any uh, subjective change changes in, in the file. Or at least we try to not do that, because that's of course always very subjective. Mm. If you if you do that, you need of course many more algorithms or other uh, things. Mm-hmm. But uh, we just try to technically improve the quality. This means uh, loudness corrections and mm-hmm. removing noises or, or things like that. This is, of course, also not, not, not only technically because you have to define what, what is a noise. So mm-hmm. sometimes uh, a dog m- might be a noise in the background, but sometimes you, yeah. you really need it as, as a content. So that's not that easy, but uh, we have to try to, to find a compromise there. Mm-hmm. And yeah, the basic algorithm. So what, what are the basic algorithms? You need some filtering so that the spectral shape of, of the voice and the music is somehow okay. Then you need uh, some loudness normalization and uh, leveling. So this means that different files have a similar loudness on average. This is loudness normalization and that the loudness within one file is, is somehow adjusted. This is the leveling. And yeah, then you can uh, remove some sounds like noises or hums or, or other things. Uh, this is what we call noise reduction or the restoration. Got it. I think, you know, the loudness factor really, actually, I kind of did a couple of, you know, episodes, you know, just edited on the free versions. And for me, the one thing I really realized is that the loudness part is kind of, for me, is like extremely helpful. Like sometimes, you know, I kind of like uh, talk a little bit uh, more, but sometimes when my brain is thinking more thoughts, I might, you know, uh, like my sound will become less and less and less. So in that case, we don't want the audience to just uh, increase the volume whenever you want to and whenever they reduce. So I think a lot of podcasters might find it really, really useful. So yeah, I, 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 that, that part, I totally understand on that. Um, so, you know, it's, it's really great that um, how audio quality should be really important, you know, for podcasting. I mean, it's fully podcast like, you know, audio platforms and everything. But I have seen uh, people talk about, you know, content quality versus audio quality. Now, what do you want to say to those people who say that, you know, these things like, you know, people don't prefer a lot of audio quality. Now, right now we are recording this, but previously you you saw my laptop microphone was, you know, on and we were hearing some disturbances and everything. So if that was used, even the quality is good, people might not hear that. So what do you want to say to those people who are just saying audio quality doesn't matter a lot? Uh, as an audio expert, what are your thoughts? Well, I would say um, content is, of course, uh, very important because that's the main issue why you are doing a podcast. Mm-hmm. I would say audio quality is just a, a precondition or, or a requirement for it. So because at the end, it's not important. It just should be okay. And if it's not okay, it is it is a problem because then mm-hmm. uh, it's difficult to listen to it it's for for example if you especially if you have a big loudness chum so you are in the underground for example and then there's a quiet speaker and you don't hear anything you have to uh, increase the volume then then comes the loudspeaker then it 
blasts into your ears and also if there are hardcore noises, for example. So I would say audio quality is not important. It just should be okay. Yeah. So it's like not too bad. Shouldn't be too bad, right? Just for the people. Yes. Got it, got it, got it. So uh, were any new updates that, you know, Aphonic is actually, you know, having like people could hear about it uh, other than the things that you guys are doing? Anything in the future, something interesting going on? Yes, actually, there is a lot of going on at the moment in our development team. So we are just creating uh, many new algorithms, uh, mm. many new models. So, for example, as we discussed before, it is in, in noise reduction, for example, our current system is or was very conservative. So we only removed very static noises. Uh, we add now different modes to it so that you can also remove other noises which sometimes might be a signal you want to include in your podcast or in your video, like mm -hmm. dogs or whatever. But sometimes you want to remove it. So we, so we uh, will add various uh, parameters for that. And also other things like uh, removing echoes and reverbs and uh, acquiring automatically the voice or, or undoing uh, effects from bad encodings or from recordings via... via Uh, Zoom, mm -hmm. for example, as we are doing now, often you get encoding artifacts if you if you do a remote connection. Mm -hmm. So yeah, we are currently working a lot of audio uh, in in the field of the audio restoration algorithms, mm -hmm. and there will be quite some few updates in the next month about that. That's great. So uh, just curious. So you, when you mentioned that your development team is working on it, so I guess like all that's you know the audio um, editing that's done mostly by AI. Uh, you know, some code is it done or is it by people? Yes. So this is uh, basically you have uh, models. They are trained with lots mm. of data. So and the big job is, of course, to create all these data sets, uh, for yeah. example, with, with all the different noise uh, files. So it depends which which files you define as noise or which files you define as signal and, and things like that. And also some uh, some signal processing algorithms, of course, and and classifiers which which detect where are music parts and speech mm -hmm. parts. So it's it's a mixture of of many algorithms. All right. So it's mostly like you know the kind of data learning and machine learning parts where you kind of you know put models in there and it gets trained to find the you know the places and just do it the same again. Kind of an automation stuff, right? Yes, exactly. We just try to automate the yeah. post production chain basically. Good. So, uh, just curious, since you you went actually this automation AI processes, uh, if you don't mind, if do you have like any take on how this podcasting might go into the space of you know web uh, web web three totally in the space on that? So, you must have heard a lot about web three, like you know blockchain and you know a lot of like people coming into and trying to do different stuff. So, your model is entirely based on automation, and you know I'm sure in the future, I mean, even audio editors, if there are people who sit in or edit audios, I don't know where that would be possible or not. A lot of jobs are going because of that uh, automations and everything. So any take on that, how podcasting would grow or at least the audio field would grow in that space? Uh, in I fear did not really understand your question. Uh, so like in, in, probably in the, you know, the, the has to do yeah. with our algorithms. Yeah. Oh, um, I don't know. I, I don't think that uh, any blockchain things are relevant for us, but hmm. maybe I'm wrong. I don't know. So I see. That's good because you know, I have I, no idea. Yeah. I mean, the reason being is that, uh, 
whenever you know the automation comes into place in a lot of podcasting fields i've seen people kind of jumping onto this web3 you know like creating a blockchain and everything for that it's just podcasting hasn't like explored the space on that it's like 0.00001% of that podcasting space was explored in that so that's one of the reasons why i thought you know your company is kind of like going towards that or not so just want to ask that yeah no we are we are just more in the uh, algorithm yeah uh, artificial intelligence uh, signal processing machine mm-hmm. learning uh, area but one one other a nice feature we are uh, releasing soon so it's almost finished Mm-hmm. Uh, for example, this is also for, for automation, but mm-hmm. more on the website. So um, a watch folder. So what does it mean? You can, we have connections to various external service. It's called in our system. So for example, to your server, SFTP connection or to your Google Drive or Dropbox. And now you can define a, a watch folder and create a preset for it with, with all your settings. So, and then when you put a file into this folder, for example, mm-hmm. in a Dropbox folder, then we will take it automatically from this folder and process it, process it with the preset. Then it can be distributed somewhere else as well. So put into another Dropbox folder, for example, or on YouTube or another server. So, uh, so you can automate this whole uh, processing workflow without uh, mm-hmm. using the web interface or, or anything. You just have to put the file into the folder, basically. Got it, got it. So uh, in case anyone wants to edit, like, for example, I, I'm sure once the you know uh, process is done, you'll get a preview, like, you know, how the podcast sounds before and after, you'll be getting a preview, right? So in case people wants to, want to edit in that space, is it possible or... Uh, do you have any option for that? If they want to change something in that particular space? No, at the moment we have no audio editing uh, options. So you cannot mm-hmm. cut the audio in our in our web interface. Maybe we will add this in future. Mm-hmm. There are some interesting projects already in this direction. Mm-hmm. But you can, of course, change the audio algorithms in, in yeah. our system and uh, try different parameters and process it again mm-hmm. and, and things like that. Understood, understood. Great. Uh, so just you know, I want to you know just go on for a couple of things that before before you know going to the final part is that like um you know I, I know that you're actually an automation company and you know you probably are kind of like the wise like the opposite of podcast editors like you're completely automating everything. So I just want to ask just for the sake like um what do you think are the important audio factors like probably look after the podcast editing like something that you guys do in the automation space but you know for podcast editors they can't sit and see all the eight algorithmic factors, like, you know, audio noise, they can't just pick and like everything else. It would take a half an hour of work. So any important factors that you think that audio editors should focus on to make a audio, you know, as good as possible? Yes, sure. So uh, first of all, I don't think that uh, we will automate everything or that it is possible to automate everything, but because in the end, um, for example, you have to cut somehow the content of, of your podcast. And I think it's not wise to, to give these content decisions to an automated system, I guess, or at least for now, maybe in 10 years, who knows. But uh, yeah, what is important in editing? Um, well, I think, I think first of all, um, basically these this, this principles we discussed before, so that there are not big big level jumps between different speakers, I would say. Uh, 
it's also important to to leave enough headroom i would say so this is the global loudness so you should not try to be the loudest of all because then you will just distort your sound basically mm -hmm. so therefore loudness normalization is is of course a great tool also if you do manual editing and also, of course, the source material is very important. So the recording process itself and the, the microphone. So try that there is not too much noise and not too much reverb from the room. So therefore, it's good that the microphone is not very far away from the mm -hmm. mouth, for example, not, not on the other end of the room, for example. Yeah. So and then I think then you can do much, much wrong. Got it, got it, got it. So it's really great. Um, so I really want to ask this, uh, you know, question like on the start itself, but I really got straight away. So, um, you know, starting Aphonic, I'm sure you must have gotten through a lot of processes, you know, getting, gathering the team, uh, building strategies, you know, getting clients and all that stuff. So I really want to understand the root process, like how it all started and, you know, like a kind of a step-by-step -step process in a story way, you know, like how it went, because I'm sure there's a lot of uh, you know podcasters who really want to build kind of digital products but they're really stuck to know how it's done i mean not exactly as what you have built but something similar for example let's say a podcast guest making platform or you know a podcast monetization platform the hard part for them to understand is like you know whiteboarding the ideas or you know the processes so how did you guys grow from here to very hard right now so just in a story way you know it would be great to hear about that yeah, that's also a good question. So I think what was important in, in our initial process is to have really some some podcasters which, which need this solution and which can give you really good feedback. So, for example, at the very beginning, we had a very prominent German podcaster who always... Uh, uh, spoke to us about her about his ideas and and what are his problems in the production process also some test files already from from his recordings and yeah then we we got feedback from from other podcasters as well and and did a first test system so i think it is really good to have some some feedback from from real users really early or yourself needed so much that you know what you're doing of course and from there on, so start with a, with a simple prototype. So we just built a, a small web tool at the beginning and then try to, to improve the system step by step. So uh, for example, we then after, after the first uh, prototype, I, I applied for a grant here in, in Austria, then there we get some some money to also hire someone else. Mm. And this was, this was uh, valid for one year, for example. And yeah, then, then other people came to the project. Then, then it's of course uh, an, a new, a new way of working again, if there is some, someone else also working with you. So the process will change of course. And then after that, we, we introduced, so at the beginning, our system was totally free. Mm -hmm. So everyone could use it. There, there were not so many users, of course, yet. And uh, after this, this process, 
after this one year of the, of the grant, we then introduced our pricing model. So now we have a freemium model where, where every user can process two hours uh, of audio for free per month. So every month you get yeah. uh, two hours again. Mm -hmm. And if you need more, you can just purchase additional uh, credits to it. Mm -hmm. So the idea is so that small podcasters can still use this system and uh, uh, more heavy users uh, pay a little bit for it. Mm -hmm. Yeah, and, and then we got our first uh, revenue, and and then it slowly uh, slowly started to to become a business, basically. That's great. That's great. I guess, um, yeah, uh, that's really interesting because while starting out, you did offer it for free, and I think that's what a lot of people actually don't get it. They want to start everything money basis at the start itself when you don't have like beta testing. They don't do free you know stuff and then they just want to get money at first just kind of like really um i don't know uh, at least for me i think that it's it's not realistic when that stance of product same product like you is you know similar to yours product is built around the world i guess it won't make sense so awesome yeah that that makes sense um so mr josh thank yeah, you so much for, yeah yeah for, for us the goal was also always not just to to get some money for it so mm -hmm. we wanted to to build a system which which helps people to to do all the audio processing mm -hmm. because um i didn't understand it before as well but uh if you, if you have not much experience in in the audio space it's it's very hard to yeah. set parameters of a compressor or a limiter or eq but if you're really into this uh, field you don't understand why it's so hard so at the beginning mm -hmm. you really have to understand that it is hard and we try to automate it mm. and yeah so so we try to to help these podcasters at the beginning and now also other other fields as uh, of course and also now i think uh, uh it's for for us not so or at least for me not so important to get a new user just uh, that he or she pays for it mm -hmm. it's more important for us to get happy new users which really yeah. uh, like our, our system because then they will also uh, recommend us to to other people and at the end someone some some bigger company will use us and, and pay mm. for it as well yeah got it and i think i really understood when you said that uh audio is kind of really hard to understand because i've been podcasting for almost three years and out of the three years the one thing i mastered is the video part of the podcasting like I, it's just booming right now after you know pandemic but i really enjoy the video parts of you know like cutting out the clips or you know just recording the videos editing them on youtube and everything but the audio part is still like a huge mystery to me and whenever yeah. i edit out i mean after editing it when i hear my own audio i feel like what it's, it's the same i mean no matter what effects i put it's like it just feels the same on my ears so i guess uh it really needs a lot of practice to understand like you know where you're actually tuning the entire content but i think afoni actually really helped a lot uh you know when i kind of put the audio in it and remove the noises and everything i even ran an ad you know using that audio so it, it really helped a lot uh in that space so i really have to thank you for that really yeah thanks and also for video it's of course important because most video producers just uh, focus on the video and uh some someone said to me you you will know it's a good video if if the audio is good yeah yeah that's true that's true 
Awesome. So, um, so George, thank you so much, you know, for hopping onto the show. It really means a lot. And I'm really sorry that I dragged you onto the video. You know, I, I cannot understand the condition, no but problem. thank you so much for, you know, taking your time. Uh, in case people want to find you and talk about Aphonic and, you know, the services, uh, it would be great, you know, to know where that would be. So, uh, that'd be great. Sure. Yeah. Thanks a lot for the interview. It was a lot of fun. Awesome. So guys, I'll definitely uh, give everything in the description below where the links and everything so you can get more and check it out. And uh, yeah, until next time, this is Jeffrey signing off. Thanks so much, guys.